you said that he you thought he let us go in ahead of him because we had kids. Yes. I actually thought it was because he recognized us and was like real recognizes real type of thing. That's probably what like, it was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like a little respect, like yeah, just kind of like a little, like, like a little nod, like a little exactly. wink. Yeah, that's what I thought it was for. That's probably what it was. I'm, I'm sure it was. Keep it humble, yeah. yeah. That's why we balance each other out. I try to keep it on the humble tip, and you just calls it like she sees it. And welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome Brandana Sports Podcast, coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 29 for you today. It is a very special episode, and we'll get into that. I am Brandana, and with me, right here in front of my fucking face, most awesome. <laughs> what is up, brother? Sir. 29 episodes to get us here, but we are face to face face to face facing off yeah like travolta and uh cage, cage. yeah face just off. face off wanna... can we just do can we get a little just just for clarification for the studio audience sure can we just get a little clinkies for everyone so they can hear what's oh, going so, on almost the to, magic? To, to prove it to prove it clank right there that's clank. you know I what that is it. no mavers that's a pillow map right there that's a, a pillow map. map it's happening it was fun i actually uh, i got in last night and the first thing i think to get me to drive a little quicker because i think i was uh I was in the area and I hit up Most Awesome and, you know, we were planning yeah. to stop by and want to surprise you guys for the big episode 29. That's and right. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'll try to get there around 10 or 10.30. And then he sent me a picture of just Don Julio Blanco and a bottle of squirt. And I think I made it in here at about uh, 7.45, 8 o'clock. Exactly, think, yeah, exactly. I think I sped up the time You hit warp speed on your Avis rent-a-car and, uh, and, and flew over here. Oh, man. Well, we have a huge episode for you guys so as always please go on to itunes subscribe to the pod that's mab sports podcast let your friends know give us five stars leave a little comment send us an email at mab sports podcast at gmail.com for this episode 29 we're going to jump into rip from the headlines we're doing nfl's new head coaches we're going to do ma ma parenting tip brandana's day in the life <laughs> neapolitan oh, oh. showdown the worst people at a movie theater the gambling corner we're going to cover brandana's week two picks and we'll finish, as we always do, with our MVP of the week. How was your week, brother? Oh, it was it was exciting because I was just waiting. I knew that this moment was coming. So everything was just building to the live. Oh, I can't say the live. The in-studio podcast. Sure. Yeah, 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 I don't want any of the, the no members out no. there, the, the D-monies out there coming back and hitting us up. Yeah, don't, don't, get, don't get distracted and mired down in the mistake stuff. Like, enjoy this. Enjoy that we're in the same studio. Exactly. Like, exactly. And that's the thing is, is I might make a few mistakes because I'm just too giddy. I can't, I can't handle it. You know, when we got made fun of a little bit, or I did, for my favorite holiday being, you know, the NFL fantasy draft, right, and just like, right. is that a thing? Couldn't yeah. Literally couldn't sleep all week. Knew this yeah. was coming up. So excited. Well, you know, let's not waste the time anymore. Let's jump into this motherfucker. Bring me the jam. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right, ripped from the headlines. NFL new head coaches. Why are we talking about that this week, Most Awesome? Well, the NFL, the new NFL head coaches, the seven of them had uh, a record-setting 
0-7 in their first weeks, which is a, a an unceremonious start to uh, these new head coaches' uh, careers, and we went uh, 0-7. Some coached better than others, and we're going to dive a little bit into that. But not how you want to come out of the gate. No, especially uh, with some of these teams that were returning playoff head coaches, these were guys that were uh, looking to build on it, and, and some some – Got embarrassed week one. So let's go through it real fast. Uh, Matt Nagy in Chicago, uh, first year, he lost to the Packers. John Gruden lost, uh, coaching the Raiders. Yep. Patricia lost in Detroit. Wilkes lost in Arizona. Reich lost in uh, Indy. Schumer lost for New York Giants. And Mike Vrabel for the Tennessee Titans, they lost as well. That's so right. That, that, was our, that was our own seven. Which, which one of these, uh, which coach is in the most trouble? Well, it's hard. It's hard to say because it, it, obviously it's a it's a clean slate for everybody. But if you're looking at the teams that had kind of the most returning or the most talent, I've got to you've got to look at either John Gruden. Obviously, they they sunk a lot of money into him too, and there was talent on that team last year. They underperformed and were six and ten. The year before that, I believe they were like. 13 and 3 or, or, or 12 and 4. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were, this is a, a young and up, up and coming team. So John Gruden stepping in there. And then you had the, uh, the, my, my Lions. Yeah. Uh, Matt Patrick taking over a Lions that went 9 and 7 last year, 9 and 7 before. They fired Caldwell and came out and laid a goose egg on national TV in front of a, uh, on Monday Night Football in front of everyone to a, a Jets team that everyone was kind of, you and I were both in the gambling corner kind of down on the Jets. Yeah, so I'm not super worried about like, so if the contract wasn't so huge with Gruden, and I know it's probably obviously not all guaranteed right. and they can find a way to get out of that, but I feel like, you know, the franchise loves him. He has a lot of history. It took him a while to get him back on the sidelines. Like, I feel right. he has like a really long leash, even if it was a not, the talent should not excuse this at all because he does have the talent to win now. But, right. you know, I could picture, you know, at least two seasons before, like, we can bring up the real-term hot seat. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, your boy Patrica in Detroit, that's what I'm worried about. Yes. I'm worried about especially since it was, you know, he came from, you know, the Belichick tree, which is kind right. of trying to start that new, um, the new, the big tuna, who is the... Oh, Bill coach. Parcells? Yeah, yeah, like Bill Parcells. Like the Belichick, that's the new tree of like this right. generation, right? Yes. So that's going out. And he was defensive-minded, right? That yeah. was his fucking thing. Yeah. As much of a joke as it was last year in New England. And he comes out and it's like defense wasn't anywhere where it needed to be and the offense wasn't either. Right. And we and we held the, the Lions, brought back their offensive coordinator, Jim Bob Cooter. Old Jim Bob out there. And uh, he was the only mainstay or or, or – uh, coach from the last regime back and uh, has a, a great relationship with Maddie Stafford and Stafford played poorly, you know, and, and even like we talked about uh, in our pre-bro that uh, the Jets talked all about that. They, they, they basically knew the plays. They felt like they knew the calls. Uh, Darren Lee, the linebacker who had two interceptions, one taken back to the house, Morris Claiborne basically said that they knew that that whatever the lions were doing they they knew it pre-read and pre-snap that, that so they were all over it and it looked like it 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 looked like it so when, how does that happen well a, a couple of things i think um one they you know you have more prep time for your opponent i mean you you know that game 1 is on the calendar and you're studying a lot of tape um they're looking at some of the 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 footage that they saw during preseason and and you know they're hedging their bets that hey this this team has not changed up a lot of their looks so when they get into these sets that we 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 know their tendencies it's going to be this so you had lots of pr time and prep work plus 
they were able to diagnose it and figure it out in game as well too. So for that second half where they really blew the doors off of them, they knew what was coming. They knew what was coming, which is if you're a coordinator, it is a little bit of a game of poker or chess, however, which, which mental game you want to play. That's what is going on. And Jim Bob and Patrick did not look great in that realm. Uh, checkmate. Checkmate. Yeah, on Monday night. Checkmate. So, okay, so that's, uh, let's go the opposite end right now. Who are you not worried about? Who can turn it around? Who's going to have a job for a little bit and just got off to a slow start? Sure. Well, we talked about him in the top of the show, uh, or the top of this, Matt Nagy. Yeah. But I also like Pat Shermer, too. I mean, the, the, the Giants lost to the AFC Championship, who were basically one, you know, Tom Brady uh, comeback away from going to the Super Bowl in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. They lose 20-15 to 15 only because Eli threw a pick six. And Miles Jack returned a touchdown. So they were in that game strong. And they were, uh, what, 3-13 and 13 last year and had the wheels kind of fall off last year. They've got talent on the offensive side. The line is a little bit more improved. And the defense has got some pieces there, too. And then Matt Nagy, obviously, was, you know, Aaron Rodgers came back and, you know, rode in on the white horse and led them back to victory in a in a unbelievable comeback. Yeah, it's almost like... Man, that's really not what Chicago needed right now. Right. For just kind of like the new start. It almost would have been better just to like, you know, just to outright lose that game. You know, like backdoor like a couple touchdowns, keep it within like 10, 11 points. But to like have control of that, like that just really shakes the confidence. Like even the next time you get up, obviously you're not going to get some Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, you get up by like 20 points. Like there's that little thing, like little doubt inside your head. Like, can we hold on to this? Right. And that's one of those things. You could also, I, I talked to a few Bears fans because we've got Bears fans in the area. And one thing that they said is, is like, you could tell like Khalil Mack came out and dominated that first half, but didn't have a whole lot of gas left in the tank in the second half. And it could just have been from holding out, not being in, in, in game shape, you know, to kind of go hard. I, you know, if I'm a Bears fan, I'm, I, I hopefully am more optimistic than pessimistic as to, hey, we have Khalil Mack. He's a returning defensive player of the year defensive player of the year he's young he signed an extension he's going to be here for a while and the defense has got some tools they've got some players and then offensively they looked halfway decent I know Mitch Trubisky is going to be you know limited he's not going to be an Aaron Rodgers but is he going to be a Trent Dilfer or Alex Smith-esque game manager who can make some throws who can put the ball in tight windows and we've got two you know good running backs now we just have to figure out our wide receivers i'd feel optimistic as a bears fan heading into 2018 and beyond yeah i would do uh, i think my pick out of the gate right now has to be probably mike Vrabel. uh i just yeah. I, I like the idea that division to me seems the easiest to kind of like take right. over if you had to as right. far as like the the rest of these guys like and i think frank Reich, you know like long sled ahead i mean if that's the andrew luck that is the new andrew luck if that's just him like you know you don't have a lot of other pieces. That was kind of like your mainstay that you're leaning on and not to have that there. It's just you kind of have to blow up the entire thing. And that's the thing is, is I watched that Bengals-Indies game, Indy game. They were right there with the, the Bengals team. The Bengals team that just went out on Thursday yeah. night and shelled the Ravens. Yeah. They were right there with them. And, and um, they had a, a fumble recovery go back to go put them up almost two touchdowns and, and cement the game. But they were right there with them. Yeah. They were uh, they had a little bit of clock mismanagement at the end, but it's if I'm if I'm Indy, you're definitely I feel like you're in that middle ground, right? Like I feel confident. I feel that luck look good enough. He threw for three hundred yards, a couple touchdowns. Yeah. He took a couple hot hits. The offensive line was missing their left tackle, Costanzo. 
their running their main running back Marlon Mack was out. They had two rookie running backs going, and they still put up some points. Now, can we get the defensive you know situation squared away? And go from there. That's the big question mark for them. Any concern about his arm strength? I don't feel like there's even more than two yard, two passes over 15 yards, which is fine. He can be like a dink and yeah. dunker, but that wasn't his game style. Right, exactly. Yeah, that would be concerning. But at the same time, you know, do we need the deep ball? I mean, you know, T.Y. Yeah. Hilton is our deep ball player, but can we be creative enough? Frank Reich is, uh, is an offensive-minded guy, um, so he's going to be a little bit more thoughtful, I think, in getting, in getting those guys into good, good situations. Any of these teams have a chance for the playoffs this year? Ooh, that's a really good question. Looking at it, I, I mean, you could say the Titans because they made the playoffs last year. Yeah. Um, although I am concerned with Mariota and the way he looked in week one and then their offensive line being a little shaky. Yeah, that was a seven-hour football game. It I'll was a seven-hour. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it, well, yeah, but their, <laughs> sure. their yeah, yeah. left tackle, Taylor Luan, is out with a concussion. Jack Conklin, their right tackle, is out, I believe, with a foot injury. So that's one thing. If you're missing your two you know, first-round offensive tackles, it's going to impact. It's going to impact how you guys play in the future. So yeah. I think defensively they can stay in, and it's again, it's a weak AFC uh, South division. So I, I think it, and then I think the Bears could squeak in on a way. Yeah, like I, I had both those same two teams. The yeah. only reason, like I want to say Bears, and I know that's a sexy sleeper pick. The only reason I wouldn't say it is, it's like it's such a tough sled in the NFC. Like there's a lot of good teams. Like I'm yeah. putting like uh, you know. Going through each one real fast, like Eagle, Redskins, you know, Vikings, Packers, uh, Saints, Falcons, you know, Panthers, like 49ers I'll put up, like right. like Rams, obviously. Like there's just so many teams that are going to kind of be on the on that outside looking in to where it's just like it seems like right now the line of the parties a little too – has too many cooler guys with cooler coats in front of you right. to let the Bears sneak in. They got yet. too many – the NFC's got too many house cups, right? <laughs> trying to get <laughs> too in many house You're trying to bring that red cup and it's just like, not yet, Bears, no, not yet. Relax. No, I'm, I'm bringing my big old mug through. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, that's the breakdown. Uh, so this next week, uh, we can t- kind of talk about it. None of these coaches are actually facing each other, so there's a chance that they could all go oh and seven to start off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, seven more. We'll see, though. Uh, good breakdown, brother. I like Let's it, man. Let's clank again. We're clanking after it. each one. Wee, hold on. Clank. Clank. I don't want to smash my cup over yours and Yeah, I know, right? Ruin no, our, I've never invited to the studio again. I'm like, I'm half the podcast. You're like, get the <laughs> fuck out. All right, let's jump on to the new segment, MAMA Parenting Tips. Bring us to that jam. Throw your hands in the air if you're a true player. All right, M-A-M-A parenting tip. We're talking Brandana's day in the life. How'd we kick off today, brother? Boy, you got a taste, bro. You got a taste. I did. So so Brandana was... I guess we were fortunate to host Brandana here at the at the Mab Studios uh, hotel. I guess I don't yeah, know. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. The bed and breakfast. I'm not really sure. <laughs> so um, you got to you got to you got a front row seat into what it is like to be a, a dad in, in in modern era. Oh man, it's a lot more than quippy one liners and just <laughs> like keep it positive. It is. Uh, yeah, it was kind of uh, – so I think we kicked off today. I got up around, like, 7. I think you had sure. already been up for, like, two hours. So how's, how's the day kick off? Yes. Okay. So I, if you really want the deep, deep cut. Sure. So, uh, Play the B-sides, bro. Yeah, the B-sides, baby. So the commission at 2.0 woke up about 
3.50 this morning. I was able to put her back because now she can, she's can. she got her big girl bed. She can crawl out, open up the door. We leave our door open now so I can hear the little you know, pitter-patter of uh, Kamishet feet running around there. So I scooped her up, put her back. She fell back asleep and actually slept until like a quarter after six. So that was good. Kamishet, the oldest one, woke up about 5.30 uh, and was she was ready to grind. She's ready to put in her work. She's playing with her LOL dolls. Brandana got a, an education on All about the LOL dolls. Exactly. I am up to speed. Exactly. That is her jam. Mm-hmm. So she is off and playing. Uh, we got um, you know, Mrs. Dr. Mrs. the Commish. She had to work this morning, so she was up with the girls and let old uh, most awesome trying catch a, a couple extra z's here but yeah they were they were off and running about six thirty. because they don't and maybe this isn't true for all kids but it's not like they get up uh obviously they don't have their cup of coffee open up the paper and just kind of like try to get right. acclimated with the day i mean they come like they're shot out of a cannon yes oh yeah yeah it is like we are ready to do this i am up there are toys to be played with there is stuff to be messed with and dad you can't get any z's my friend absolutely at 745 i think they're running wind sprints and i just i got up and ran with them because i didn't want them to think i was a chump or lazy right, exactly. i was like yeah, let's, yeah. Go, let's go i need these let's get it on well, yeah, well they 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 picked up when you took a knee and you were like trying to really stretch out <laughs> that cramp or that charlie horse yeah, they're like all right check, take a look at old brandana here so then we got we got some breakfast. We did. Uh, Who did we see at breakfast, by the way, bro? You want to drop drop a little insight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw uh, we saw Mike Golick. That's there. right. Like kind of right next to it. Man, how tempted were we? Like I had to say something about the pod. Like I almost felt like maybe you had surprised me. It was just like you know for our 29th episode when you're gonna be there for the pod, we'll have a guest host. But then I would have been like trying to replace me. Like I know right. like Greeny left him. Maybe there's kind of like a little thing going on. Like he's he, searching for a, another co-host. Yeah, yeah. No, he he was yeah he was there, and uh, I think kind of we were doing a little pre-brew at the table. Maybe there's a little eavesdropping going on. So if you hear any of these hot takes from the rip from the headlines or gambling corner come up on Monday mornings like Wingo and Golik, Golik and Wingo, however they do it. Yeah, yeah. Remember you heard it here first. Right, exactly. People. Or it was recorded first at least. Yes, we were first to market. Time stamp, yes. Or timestamp, exactly. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we, we went to a, a nice little brunch spot that we like to go. Uh, we've taken other guests in town. Some of the some of the no members out there have been there. And uh, yeah, it just so happened that we waltzed in and at the same time Golik was there. Got sat a couple tables ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Um, Golik did the nice thing, and because they were there first, but he let us put in our name for the table at first. Yeah, because you have like kids hanging all over you. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if people could figure out what like maybe I'm like the older son from a, like a previous marriage or something. Like I just like people size up because you have the bag on. Like I'm up for holding the girl. Like I'll yeah. walk a girl in there however I can help. But it's yeah. kind of like you know I want to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Like let me try to hold hands, cross streets. Like how can I get in this mix? Because that's what I realized. Like and as we get into it, like you know. You obviously have to. A big part of kids, what I'm feeling, I know you've told me before, but seeing it firsthand with other parents is you have to kind of keep their minds active. you got to yeah. take them out and do things whenever that opportunity because you just don't want them kind of sitting around the house and going fucking stir crazy. Like, right, right, it's right. It's better for everybody to go out. Yeah. Which we did and which was, uh, you know, like when we were at the store. So jump to a little bit and we'll go back with the breakfast thing, but went to Barnes & Nobles, which, which was awesome. Right. And there was magic cards and I was like kind of getting it yeah, <laughs> like i was yeah. gonna i was like i turned into like you know like commish has pulling stuff off the like shelf she has like her lol does commish at 2.0 has like this caterpillar book she wants to get she's <laughs> saying caterpillar which is adorable and then most awesome pivots his head over and just like brandana has some magic cards like can i get this like this is yeah i was getting hit from all fronts <laughs> everyone wanted a piece and look i said guys we all have to if we can't agree on one toy yeah we're not getting it so brandana threw a tantrum in the store and we came home with <laughs> with magic down. the gathering yeah that's what had to happen i so breakfast uh so breakfast was that, that was a pretty successful uh 
outing, right? Yeah. Just going out to eat wise. That was as good as it gets, right? I mean, yeah. they sat there, they sat there, they they held their own. They didn't uh, they didn't really go too wild, and and you know, and and, and we did have to. I was saying to Doctor Mrs. The Commish, our our wait staff did kind of let us let us sit for a little bit. Yeah, kind of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a couple. There was kind of one waitress that was just like, because I feel like that goes in my head. It's just like obviously these people need to keep things moving along. Yeah, so there yeah. was one lady that popped by, but yeah, closing out the check took a little bit longer than you know. You kind of got to be aware of those things. I think as a wait staff. Yeah, like, and so they they were pretty good. They they weren't too bad. And then yeah, then we headed over to the mall. Um, and this is this is all this is at we got to the mall at before nine thirty. I mean the earliest I've ever been to a mall. Yeah, yeah. I mean exactly. like, I want to throw that out there. Like, stores stores weren't even open. No. Bar- I know that Barnes and Noble is open because they 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 understand their market and who's coming there. Sure, yeah. it's just beleaguered dads and and their their hetero life partners or pod partners that are <laughs> exactly. coming in, right? Pod partners, yeah. I was not aware that a Barnes and Noble is open before like one p.m. Yeah. This is like this is news news to me. I, I'm surprised. Even, yeah, I'm surprised you even knew that they were still open. That, you know that they even <laughs> yeah, have storefronts. They existed. Yeah. Yeah, Amazon's kind of cleaning them up. So yeah, but they got a great kids section and and books and stuff like that, and it's perfect entertainment as you saw because there's toys galore they can play they can run around there's little building block sets there's a million different things then the gate goes up and then we head into the thunderdome known as the play place of the mall yeah a bunch of uh just like a common place just, just throw your kids in there and it's yep. just kind of like like you said like a little lord of the flies thing just kind yeah. of figure out like what kid dominates kind of which one yeah uh commission 2.0 uh commission at 2.0 fearless yes they're like just crawling on top of the tallest thing, which happened to be a bear, yeah. probably around three and a half feet tall, and just standing right on top of his head, two arms in the air, Victoria's. And yeah. the more like other kids try to climb it, like the more she'd run over and just kind of like claim things. Exactly, it was, yes. It was she was definitely in the king of the hill mode, mm-hmm. right? It was just like get on top. Uh and that was pretty uh tepid in comparison. If you go there later in the day, like if we were to go there now at this time, that place is like wall to wall kids. It's like it is a bloodbath. Like, how does it work? Like, if there's a kid that's just being like a dickhead and just kind of like pushing, not maybe like bullying's too strong and like a hot one or whatever. Like, I'm not right. even meaning that. I'm just like maybe snatches something or it, it is a little bit of kids will be kids. But it's like, does it like a little bit of a shove ever happen? Like that, that to me is like, how do you handle that situation? Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's ever been a, any like pushing and shoving. Usually at that point one parent interjects a lot of times and i told you earlier like a lot of parents would go there the worst thing is is when they go and and you're in this play place in this common area and they set their kids down and they let them just go buck wild and they then they just sit on their phone or if they brought a book or a kindle or something like that and they check out because that's their 40 minutes in the day to relax Mm -hmm. but really what you're doing is is you're going hey all you other parents around there like yeah you gotta you gotta pick up for my I, my, yeah, yeah. my, I'm, I'm taking a break right now. I'm clocking out. So yeah, like, exactly. I got my 15. Yeah. You know what I mean? Watch my section. It's yeah. Brown hair. <laughs> right, right. So usually somebody will interject, and a lot of times, sometimes parents who have no skin in the game, I've seen like, kind of just step in because they're just in proximity closest to the two kids and try yeah. and like separate them a little bit. For the most part, I haven't seen too too much stuff. And once you separate them, they go their other way. It's it kind of feels like a. To me, like a like a like a WrestleMania, like the SummerSlam, where they all get in there, yeah, and eventually all just one gets. Was that the Royal out. Rumble? The Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. Yes. Throw one at a time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's say uh, so there are no parents around at all. You have 
Kamishet and Kamishet 2.0, you're taking care of them and like protecting them, and just an onslaught of eight-year-olds keep coming at you. How many eight-year-olds can you take, bro? How many eight-year-olds can I <laughs> yeah, take? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many can I throw over the top rope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so they keep coming. They come one at a time, but like every every minute, let's double up. Like two come, and then like four are coming at once. Like how many eight-year-olds do you get out of the ring? Ooh, eight-year-olds are pretty scrappy too. Right. And you have pretty you have pretty good stam- muscle stamina also. So. This is true. I've been I fling those kids my my girls around all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I think once I get if if we're doubling up. When it goes from four to eight, that's yeah. when I'm like, I look at that's the girls. Tricky, yeah, yeah. I look at the girls and I just, I look them square in the eyes. I tell them that I love them, yeah. and then I yell, "Run!" Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like, I need you to pull your guys' weight around here. <laughs> like, I need, you, I need your help. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Anything but, you can do. Yeah, and you know what? Here's the thing: is is when push comes to shove, like, I, like when you kind of know your two girls, like I know Kamishat will step up, hold her own, and kind of try to defend the throne. She won't be happy about it. Yeah. But there is something that tells me that Kamisha at 2.0 might revel in it a little bit. Yeah, she yeah. might like the challenge. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure, yeah. Like, she's she got might... that, like, very good, like, likes to claim things, got that kind of, like, that very, like, center of gravity, you knows yeah. what the score is. Yeah, I yeah. feel you. Yeah, so she, she, she would definitely, like, uh, bodying somebody up. All right, so Kamisha at my buddy, Kamisha at 2.0, my buddy, they almost fall asleep in nap time. So we've had breakfast. Uh, we went and played in Barnes & Noble's Play Center, did our little, uh, just a little prologue of like Barnes and Noble's like return yeah. to it like at the very end yep. uh, then popped out in the car both of them almost falling asleep when we pull up yeah yeah now this is when I'm just like it's nap time things get easy it's coast mode yes what's that awesome not what happened <laughs> <laughs> right what Wait, this, do you this... want to say do you want to say exactly what you said as we were driving to it when you were commenting when we were talking about this you're like well, hey I got this unlocked. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was getting right. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, I'm the, you know, like I'm the toddler whisperer. Look at yeah. this. Like, Brandana shows up in town. They're my buddies. They both love me. We're holding hands across the street. Now they're both napping. You're welcome. Most awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah, just call me up anytime you need this. Right. This parenting. Exactly. Maybe yeah. when you need a parenting tip, sir, you reach out to old Brandana. Exactly. Um, I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. Right. <laughs> so everything like, so it didn't transition to pulling up in the car. Taking two napping because I was getting tired too. Yeah, so yeah. I was just like maybe you're, you're getting a little nodding off. Yeah, in the maybe car. it's house nap time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> everybody goes to their respective beds. Sure, takes a little power, forty five minutes, hour fifteen, prep for the pod, whatever it needs. Yeah, not the case. No, not not the case at all. Yeah, so Kamishat uh, is four, almost five, and Kamishat two point is about two and a half, almost two and a half. So and it's early. It's it's much earlier than their normal nap time. So this is what. So here we are. So you don't like this. You look in the rearview mirror after playtime, yes, and they're starting to nod off, and you're like, "Fuck, this isn't good news." No, like no, no, we're no, all no, taking no. a little break. No, no, no. My thinking back on it, my best move would have been to tell you to go in the house and me just sit in the car, running in the garage. Obviously, with the door open, I don't want us all to go for the big sleep. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what I mean. And, and give up on life. Exactly. <laughs> but right. I'm not taking you with us, Brandana. <laughs> you go inside. Right. You have nothing to do with this right. fight. <laughs> you right. have no dog in the fight. Exactly. Get inside. Just tell the pod world about what happened here. <laughs> but no, just let him sleep in the car because once I undid the belts in the in the car seats and got them out and tried to transfer them, they pop back up because yeah. it's it's earlier than their normal rhythm. Um, Kamishat is not napping on a regular basis now. Kamishat 2.0 will nap, but she usually will nap at like one two ish or so. Mm-hmm. So getting that, catching that twenty minute Z's back from the the mall to our house is the kiss of death for mm-hmm. nap time in our house because they get that little burst, that little like espresso shot of energy, you know, to then pop back up and. But they're still tired. They're still toddlers. Yeah. So when we got back to the house, what you saw was 
the worst case scenario where kids who are clearly tired, who want to, who, who could fall asleep, but are fighting it. And then now are just lawless yep. now have like you saw, you saw the emotional gamut run from giddy laughing to hysterical crying and then back and forth. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like watching a football game and someone that is really no gambling. It's just like, Oh, like, they're up by three. Oh, and they're, they're taking a knee. That's good. They got to cover four, but they have right. the ball on that side. And it's just like, no, they're, they're taking a knee because they're just running out the clock. And they're right. not going to kick a fucking field goal. Right, and now right. they're not going to cover. And I'm right. fucked. So I had no idea. I was just like, this is great. Most awesome. Look at these kids napping. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, brother. But I mean, in all honesty, like, hats off, brother. Like, Thanks, you're man. a super patient dad, like, just watching at work and, like, peek behind the curtain. Like, it's it really cool. Like, Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Some days are tougher than, than others. Um, but it's good. I mean, like I said, and I think I've said this a lot of times, but I'll, I'll say it again. I, I really do have like great kids. They are very easy, but they are kids. So it is what it is. And sometimes you sign up for it. Um, now more than often on these Saturdays or, or any days, I, I have a ton of help with Dr. Mrs. The Commish. So she, she bails me out a lot too. And, and you helped, you held your own, you know, you didn't, yeah, you, you helped, you helped, bro. I mean, I was sitting there on my, <laughs> I sure. just like, I was just like, don't be seen or heard. Like keep a low profile. Like <laughs> right, no distractions. Right, right. right, exactly. But you know what? You were playing with your Magic the Gathering, so that's I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Building, build a sweet new deck. Exactly. Uh, all right, brother. Well, uh, again, thanks for having me. And of course, uh, yeah, awesome to see you at work. All right, buddy. Uh, that's enough of your father of the fucking year. Let's right. get into it. I got my six shooters ready. Neapolitan showdown. Bring us to that jam. So let's leave it alone, cause we can't see eye to eye. Real quick before we go into the Neapolitan showdown, I just want to bring this up. Yeah. When we talked about Golik, you said that he, you thought he let us go in ahead of him because we had kids. Yes. I actually thought it was because he recognized us and was like, real recognizes real type of thing. That's probably I was what like, it was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like a little respect, like yeah, just kind of like, like, like a little cap. nod, like a little exactly. wink. Yeah, that's what I thought it was for. That's probably what it was. I'm, I'm sure it keep was. It humble, yeah. yeah. That's why we balance each other out. I try to keep it on the humble tip, and you just calls it like she sees it. Exactly. I mean, wouldn't you? If, if Colin Cowherd was there, you don't yeah. think he's doing the same thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? We know what Skip Bayless is going to do. He's going to mar- march right fucking through there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Demand a table. Jealousy, yeah. Exactly. Pretty but much. fuck Skip Bayless. Fuck Skip Bayless. The Apostle Showdown. We're here. Here's what oh, I'm wondering. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's good. We're back. We're about to back. Yeah, seamless. <laughs> seamless transition. We're good. <laughs> we talk a lot of shit over computer screens, but now yes. we're in the same room. We're in like like this, like the octagon together. I mean, it's a square, but it's sure. just like there's no escape from each other. We exactly. got to look each other in the eye and. I gotta score this thing. I know exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there's, there's now, now you're not an internet tough guy here with no. this score. Mm-mm. Now you have to. Once we hang up, you can't just go away and go to your Correct. bar, and I can't yeah. just go back to wherever I want to go. <laughs> yeah, just we still gotta have dinner tonight. <laughs> that has to happen. That has to go down. Let's get into it. Let's. Oh shit! All right, I won last week. I will take the ball out. We are doing worst people in movie theaters. Worst people in movies. Can I ask you real quick? What's the last? When's the last movie you saw in the theater? Yeah, I saw Skyscraper. The rock, yeah, the rock yeah, movie? Yeah, relaxed. okay. Yeah, that's no, it's fine. Yeah. Look, bro. We, we all were the worst people in movie theater for going to that movie. For <laughs> paying money for that ticket. We were all equal pieces of shit. Wasn't there, some, like, wasn't there like a raccoon in that or something? Am I making that up? A raccoon? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, 
I don't think so. I mean, it's oh, been like. Yeah. I mean, there's a raccoon. I'm sleep deprived. I got up like, at four in the morning. What yeah, are you like about? Guardian of the Galaxy? There's a raccoon uh, in that. Yeah, there's a raccoon in that. There I is. thought there was like an Bradley animal. Cause that, Brad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Raccoon, yeah. Yeah. I thought that there was like an animal or something like that because he's missing a leg in this, right? He is, yes. Okay, I don't know where I got this from. Okay, never mind. Just chop yeah. that out. That's our first edit of the pod. No, I, we'll, we'll keep that in. We're going to hit you with negative 10 points just for Just like, out of the game, just, just for, for co- confusing for everybody. With the fucking crazy. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I just like totally ran. Was there a racket? No, there wasn't a raccoon. Ah, okay, all right. All, all right. right, taking the ball out. Um, I'm going to go with, okay, so this is, I'm going to apply this because I hate them for movie theaters, obviously, that don't have the assigned CD. Mm. Yes. I'm going for the, uh, the where's my seat, people. And what I mean by where's my seat is mm-hmm. uh, you show up during the previews or the movie has just started. Yes. And you're just... You're rubbernecking all yeah. around looking for a perfect seat. It's just like, motherfucker, you're way too late in the game. I'm mm-hmm. all right if you get there a little late and you're just like, fuck, that's the seat. I got to sit down. But like to walk up like five rows and kind of look down, like whispering to whoever you came with. Oh, I got two over here. Kind of like yeah, looking yeah, for yeah, the yeah, entire yeah. thing. Yeah. It's just like, fucking, do you not know how seatings work? Like right. you show up like early, get seated, watch the thing. Don't show up like late and just like assume like two perfect seats are going to be in the middle for you. Yes. I have this on my my consolation bracket because I love that they go they up and down they rubberneck yep, yep. and it's distracting and you're like you're right you're in the, the beginning of that movie yep. right you're right I'm trying to get focused but I can't stop paying attention to you yep. as you pace up and down and the the best is because you've got like the, that pitched kind of wall you can't really see what's behind there why is it that these people always come with like a big ass group like it's always like five to six people and they've just sent the like the satellite out to figure out what's going on and then like yeah 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 and then you come through and it's like oh there's like nine people you're not gonna find nine fucking seats together fantasy world you right. know what? like I, I don't ever want to go to a movie with nine people what i'll no. do is like i'll go in Three groups of three, I guess. Right, right, <laughs> like right. we all kind of get seated yeah. together. Yeah, we'll see you later. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I, I don't ever. I'll be honest. I don't ever have to sit next to anybody I go to a movie with. Like that always. Like people really? that kind of have the meltdowns where they're just like, oh, can you move or not sit? Like I don't like. We're not going to talk during the movie. I'm sure that's probably somewhere on your list yeah. as it should be. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. just like I'll sit over here and then well, we're both going to see the same fucking movie. We can talk about it after. Yeah. Uh, yes, I agree. That's a good one. I'm going to go with um, a much more egregious cousin to your can't find a seat guy sure. i'm gonna go with the guy that puts his fucking feet all over your seat as you're coming up to your row whether it be assigned seats or not mm-hmm. he's the guy that sits behind and puts his feet like lays his feet up and over Ooh, your seat ballsy and we're have you, these have you not are, seen this yeah i mean like we're talking like over the age of like 20 right these aren't just like yes, kids these aren't kids yeah there. i'll give i'll give the kids a pass but these are guys that are like sprawled out they've staked their claim in the movie theater and it's yeah. like look you didn't think that like you know batman opening night was gonna sure. you know be a packed house yeah you know sorry for the old school reference but it's been a while since i've been to a movie no problem you, you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah but like have some decorum sure act like you've been to the fucking theater before and don't drape, drape your feet and, and the worst is the fucking chicks that do it in, like, the summertime when they have their sandals and they put their dirty-ass feet, mm-hmm. like, the bare feet all over it. Yeah. Come That's on, right. ladies. I think I've done it before, but I think I kind of got myself out of it. Like, I, I think I used sure. to be the, like, slide my feet in between the two seats and kind of, like, have my foot on that foot on the, yep. the armrest of yeah. the seat ahead of me. Yeah. A piece of shit. Okay. Thank but you. here's Inspiring the thing. Is, sure. but, but, but here's the thing. I'm cool with it. Because we're pot well, partners. We're pot partners, yeah. I'm, I'm more accepting of it if it's, like, Okay, maybe it's like an empty theater. It's like half full or two or three. 
fine sprawl out, but still your feet are on it. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little, and it's a it's a youthful thing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a little, little cavemanish. It's not okay. your living room, bros. Right. Uh, so that's good. I'm going to say yours is a little bit more rare, so I'm going to give myself 20 to your 15 and then apply your minus 10, so we got a 20 to 5. 20 to 5. Look at that. Going into number 2. Uh, okay, I'm going with... Okay, this... I definitely mean this one. So yeah. here's what I'm saying. I don't mind. I'm even pro if you sneak in your own snacks to a movie theater. Like, I'm fine with that. Do what you got to do. Right. Budgets are different. Maybe they don't have what you like. Like I used to do at the Nighthawk Theater in Williamsburg. I'd bring in my own snacks. Got busted, but I was just like, if you sold fucking gummy colas, I would buy your gummy colas. I don't care what the right. markup is. You don't have it available. But the point is, don't make it fucking potato chips. Don't make it like Cracker Jack. Don't make it pork rinds. Like right. It's got to be soft food. Like the crunching. The crunching Either the package, if the package is noisy as fuck, yes, yes. or like if the crunchy of like actually eating it, like it's just like corn nuts or something, not allowed. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Because that goes on for like the duration of how long it takes them to snack. So you're talking uh, a food that has a higher eating decibel level than, say, popcorn. A thousand percent. Popcorn's yeah. soft as fuck. Oh, it, okay. But you, don't, but, but you don't get the fatties that like shovel popcorn in their mouths yeah, and get the like, big like... <sighs> Yeah, I know yeah, that's yeah. like if yeah. you're if like you're, if you're inhaling pop, that's a you thing. You're gonna do that no matter what I put in your paws. Yeah. Like I'm talking about right. actual things that like you chew and just like you can't help but it be loud. Yes, and you're yes, you got and the I don't, tortilla. I don't think it's a, yeah, I don't think it's a coincidence. Exactly, you, I don't think it's a coincidence that you don't see like, uh, like you know, like kettle cooked chips for sale at a movie theater. Right. This is because nobody wants to hear it. Yeah, you want candies, you want yeah, soft foods. Soft. Yeah, soft. exactly. The other thing is, is like, and and I I'm right there with you because I like I like the vibe of the guy who wants to like usurp inflated like movie theater costs. Love it. I kind of like your 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 gumption, but yes, you're right. Like and it's a challenge. It's it's a it's a no risk challenge to like try to smuggle shit in. Yeah, like but, just kind of get clever. I've I've like I've once like you know taped some gummies and like you know like a oh really like a little like a half pint of wine thing sure. like on the inside of my belt. Yeah, yeah. And I've I've snuck beers in to a theater. Sure. That's that's a that's a good move. Yeah, it is. But you got get you're getting close to the louder with the yeah you're doing, exactly. Like, but you got to get that's the thing is again getting there early. Getting it all set up. <laughs> get there early. Get, get all your beers open. Get up. all your beers get open. Your, crack them. Get, get your wet bar. Set, yeah, exactly. Up, you know, get it going. It, if you're shaking a cocktail, <laughs> shake it in the previews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially like that that third or fourth one that you know is like this is a dud. Sure, no one cares yeah, about yeah. fucking Anna Faris's new movie. No yeah. one cares. Overboard or whatever it was. Um, here's the thing: is is I I have this on this, but I also think like it's the people too that really go like adventurous. Have you ever brought somebody in and like you're sitting in the theater and like. That's like KFC. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is it? Is someone ever seen fucking fried chicken in here? What's going on? Are you, are you unwrapping? Is that a fucking meatball hero? What the fuck? Right, exactly. Wow. Is that is, is that Brandana's George Foreman grill? Oh is shit! Is it cooking up some sausages in the aisle? I, I did uh, the look of guilt on these. I did walk into a movie once on the back row and like. Two people had like sushi platters. Yes. And I was like, "Are you out of your fucking mind?" And they did kind of have this like guilty look on their face, and I was just like, "What?" Like, obviously, you're here 15 mo- minutes before the movie started. Why not like finish this up at the restaurant? Like, it was so like. Uh, there's some things that uh, I, I think you have a little bit more space at a movie theater besides right. foods you don't bring on like an airplane. Right. But it's pretty fucking close. Right. And now there, and I, and let's and for the listeners out there, let's not 
um, mix this up with like the the theaters now that you can like order table side, like you can order food yeah, like, yeah, at a time. Yeah. Like we're right. not talking that. We're talking the people that somehow like you know you know crotch fucking sushi in and bring it in. Yeah, ordered food, wrapped it up, yep. like brought it across town, right? Put it on the inside of like their jacket, like duct tape it to their ribs, right? Because you then... know there was a, a, a conversation in the car, yeah. like how the fuck am I going to get this sushi <laughs> yeah. in? And but if I put it on the side, it's yeah. all going to fall off. Like what the fuck? Put it, put it in your purse. Put it in the bottom of your purse and cover. Look, Harold, I don't have yeah. enough room in my purse. Oh, that, you know, take the little sushi things out of the container. Just put them in your right. coin purse. Zip the coin purse shut. <laughs> drop it in your purse. We're good to go. This is why I tell you to bring the sandwich bags. This is why I tell you. Uh, that's gross. What do you got for your number two? Okay. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, we all we all know him. I'm going to go with side commentary guy. Yeah. Who is, who is always chit-chatting, has something to say, you know, and, and, and not even, like, I'm okay if you laugh, if you are moved to emotion. Sure. I'm good with that. Yeah. But what I don't like is, is like the, you know, Somebody be like, "Oh, that's bullshit. That wouldn't happen." Yeah. Or, or even worse, like, "Oh, what the? Yeah, like, what the fuck?" I, I, <laughs> I can I tell you a real life story? Of course. Um, that's what we're here for, brother. So, Doctor misses the commission. I, we went and saw in when we were living in North Carolina. You know the uh, Robert Downey Jr. Zach Galifianakis uh, road trip movie called Due, Due Date. Date. Yes. Okay. So I don't know if you remember, there was a scene in it. I didn't see it. You didn't see it. Yeah, okay, so you don't remember. Story. Okay, yeah, so right. uh, spoiler alert, you didn't see it. Um, so there's a scene where they're driving and they're in a car. It's very like planes, trains, and automobiles, uh, just trying to get there anywhere for his, his the birth of his child. And Zach Galifianakis is this kind of weird guy. So they're parked in a truck stop in a car, in a rental car. And Robert Downey Jr. is sleeping. And then he wakes up to the pitter-patter of Galifianakis with his feet up on the console jerking off because that's the only way that he can fall asleep is he has to rub one out before he can fall asleep. Yeah. And, and I shit you not. So it's me, Dr. Mrs. The commish and some uh, like bald headed dude who's sitting there and he's a little like kind of meathead. Jer- jerking off with yeah. his feet up. on the Yeah, exactly. He's just cranking one out. Right. <laughs> it's and it's like, look, bro, point it that way. <laughs> Uh, that's the only way I can enjoy it, dude, Dave. Um, but no, but he's sitting there, and he is appalled at this scene. Yeah. But not just, like, upset. He is literally, and I'm not exaggerating, he is like, this is the level into which in a quiet theater, he's like, no, no, you don't do that. You don't do that. And we're like, bro, it's a movie. Yeah. He's an, A, he's not really doing it. B, sure. there are people laughing. They think it's funny. Yeah. It's a little, you know, whatever. It's a weird thing, you know. And he is losing his mind in this moment. I think he's feeling everyone out in the theater. I think it's a little bit the lady death protest too much. Mm. I think he's a jerker before he goes to sleep. He's just like, that's that's so wrong, right, right everybody? Right, right. Who would ever, ever do that? I mean, let's not let's not be quick to judge. Right, 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 exactly. Or it could be he's just worried about jerking off in front of other dudes, and he's like, my gaydar is so, like, or my gay, like, you know, whatever. I'm so hetero. Yeah. That right. I can't even handle like yep, the yep, thought yep, of yep, that. Yep, 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 yep. That's where that's the vibe I was coming with. It's like, come on, man, yeah, bro, get over. Okay, so here's what I'll say about that. I'm gonna put it on some of the audience members. Also, if you're an enabler, you're just as guilty. If you're bringing a bro there, a date or whatever, and they're a little yes. side chatty, you gotta shut that shit down. That's yes. on you. You represent the movie theater. You gotta be like, like they say a few things. Your bro says a few things. And you just gotta lean over and be like, now nah, get the 
fuck off. <laughs> just loud enough to where else hears it, and then everybody knows you're on the team, and your friend will get it. Right, exactly. And they're like, okay, they're cool. Because you know what? For the listening audience out there, Brandana will be the next one to say, knock it the fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right up in your ears. Exactly. Right? Yeah, he's going to come Poking from behind. <laughs> yeah, right there guys. where his feet used to be. Yeah. He's pulled them back. Now it's his ear. I'm going to do knock it the fuck off to the person chatting, and then I'm going to do like this slow, just kind of pan my eyes to the right, and then look right in your eyeballs. Like, where were you? Drop yeah. the ball on that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Be a better man. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're up against it as we are. We got to get into number three. Uh, that was all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna give that to you. So I'm gonna give me 15, give you 20. So that's 35 to 25. Ooh, close in it here. Always in it tight. All right, uh, going into the last one, I'll take the ball out. Uh, you did pull off four straight. Yes. And then I got one Quattro to break P. that streak because. I scored, and I had to do that. Right. So the last one, uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be very specific about this one because it's probably okay. up your alley as well. I'm going the guy. I don't care if the movie started yet. If it hasn't started yet, if the movie's over, if the movie's boring, uh, if the, all the power goes out and you got to get a hold of an ambulance. The guy that takes a cell phone call during the movie. Yeah. Yeah. During the previews, during the whatever. Like, I, I'm not saying, like, uh, I want to be more specific. Like, sometimes I check my text on my phone, like, whatever. It's not great. Like, try to not make a habit. But sometimes just shit's going on. Like, I get if you're checking your screen. It's a little distracting. I've kind of accepted. It's just part of going to a movie with the general public now. Right. But what I'm not going to do is you actually fielding that fucking call. Like, yes. Like, I don't want to hear you say, I- I'm in a movie. Like, it's just like, get the fuck out of there if you got to take the call. Yeah. Mute the shit. First off, uh... Everyone has their phone muted, right? Does anyone let their phone ring anymore? No. 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 Okay. Right. So if you're bothered by the buzzing in your pocket, hit the, you know, click the little button, shut it down. Don't answer it. Yeah. Don't, don't answer it. And I'm not the, I'm like, I'm not the dude that's like, everyone must shut their phone off before they head to the theater. I get it. We all got lives. If you need to see it, pop it, put it back in your pocket. It's, you know, it's Charlie. If it's your, you know, if it's Dr. Mrs. The Commission, it's the nanny calling. Yeah, I got to know. I got to peek out there. But yeah, certainly do not answer. Certainly do not engage in a in a text rant. No. You know what I mean? No. And I feel like that is, uh, that's my number one too. So congratulations. Oh, yeah, two peat. Two peat. Two peat. Two peat. But you know what? Even more, I'll cheers that. Like, I love when we're on the same page. You know what I, Like, episode 29, we're in the same room and on the same page. Look exactly. At that. Exactly. Yeah. Can't yeah. But yeah, but it's one of those things, like, I definitely feel like that's the thing that is ruining movies today, right? That's the thing that's like, why do I want to spend $17 on a ticket to go to a movie, right? It's one of the higher end ones. I, I actually don't know how much a movie ticket costs anymore. <laughs> sure. It's like 12 bucks. I don't know. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's just like it just—it's a little bit too prevalent this day and age of just like this selfish culture. Like, yes. I, like, have like a little fucking like awareness, and if you do have that awareness, like you're not the center of the fucking universe. Like, yes. there's just this is a public forum thing. Like, yeah. just play by its rules. Yeah. Here's a, here's a real quick one. The one that I had too this is uh so Doctor Mrs. The commission I went, uh, she's a big music theater lover. We went and saw Les Mis in the theater. Yeah. And the fucking people, all the little, you know, hey, I have a music theater degree or I have a theater degree in the Don't in the it. theater, singing along. Oh, yes. God. Fucking just like, shut up. Ugh. We did not pay to listen to you sing these songs. Yeah, let me hear Russell Crowe dig his own grave by himself, please. <laughs> right. I really appreciate right. that. 
Uh, oh, Look at awesome that. showdown. Two Pete. Man, here, you, two here you come into Mab Studios Midwest. You show me up in the showdown. Well, I, saw, I didn't want to show you up in, in your own studio. What I did is like I wanted to respect the room, mm -hmm. respect the pot. So I knew I'd be in here, and I was just like, I just can't phone this fucker in. Like, I would go for it. And I went for it. I'm going to have to call Golik up and say, hey, look, sorry, it didn't work out. Sorry. <laughs> it didn't work out, but it almost. Uh, all right, man, we are up against it. Let's jump into that fucking gambling corner. Mm -mm -mm. Bring me that jam. that I did go the Monday night game wasn't done yet but I did cover that also so I did finish in week one one and three and since we aren't recording or three and this, one. Oh, three and one fuck yeah yeah like you yeah. yeah don't sell yourself short yeah, pod partner mm, man. three little, in like, three one, and one so brother hot out of the game we're just printing people money just find a place to cast those checks. That's exactly. What we're here for. If you wanted to send a, a residual, mm -hmm. send it to well, MAB Sports Podcast. Yes, thank you. you stole it from me. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so I figured for week two, since we're not recording on a Sunday, uh, we took advantage of our time together. So we're popping this out on Saturday and deal right. with it, as I'm sure you will. Uh, we're going to do uh, my week two picks. Are you down for that, brother? I am fucking ready. All right. Uh, I'm rolling out. Rolling out three official picks, and then I have one that's kind of not on the board that I want to talk about, and then one Ooh. last one if we have the time. Okay, um, we for you, Brandana. Bro, we yeah. got the time. Oh, thanks, brother. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's come out of the gate. I'm doing. Uh, I take the LA Chargers minus seven at yeah. the Buffalo Bills. Uh, this is pretty. I'm sure it's jumping off the page for a lot of people. Sure. Probably the go-to survivor pick. Sure. Uh, the lines are. I think it's a little low. I'd love it at that six and a half because when we have a seven, we're not really talking about seven. You know, yeah, we're talking yeah, yeah. about a team winning by two scores. Right. Like you're probably not going to see that eight line. So you're talking about winning by 10. You want to avoid that just kind of like that backdoor touchdown mm -hmm. that like the Bills can come and have in junk time or field goals. So it's sure. it's really, it's a tricky number. But sure. I just think uh, even with the defensive injuries to the Los Angeles Chargers, they played a very good, if not the best, team in the AFC last week. And Kansas City Chiefs, they're very hot. And I think, uh, you know, they had some key drops. And maybe if they get that shit straightened out, like it's still a team that can put up points. And I, I just feel like if the Bills get buried, especially with rolling uh, Josh Allen out there. Sure. I, I love betting against rookie quarterbacks. Uh, luckily sure. I didn't do that with the Jets. But, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> definitely, definitely it on my radar. What's your thoughts? Yeah, no, I like it. I mean, I think it's everyone's it's juicy pick. I think you're you're smart to bring up the fact that it's like – when you see that line at seven, yeah. you really what you know is is that's they're looking they got to be you know yeah. uh, two scores up. Yeah, you're right? not. Yeah, you're not. You're not betting for the Chargers to win by touchdown. Yeah. You're not when there's a seven point spread. You're not betting that they win by touchdown. Like you right. need that second score to right. cover. When what, what's the what's the number for you where you go? You know what? It's it's moved up too much because they're gonna. I, I, I on this game it, specifically. Yeah. Well, see that I kind of. You do have more elbow room with a line like this, right? Because right. like seven, seven all the way to nine and a half is kind of the same number to me. Sure. The thing it takes off the board, it does take that push off the board to where sure. it's just like, all right, maybe worst case scenario, Chargers win by touchdown, I break even. Right. But you know, like, uh, like an eight and nine by that, I'm just like, yeah, they win by touchdown field. Because honestly, like in my heart of hearts, I, I feel like the Chargers this might be a little low just because that loss to the Chiefs. Like if we're looking at just a record and. You know, I don't think it would shock anybody. You know, the Ravens blew up the Bills. Yeah. Like, and now we got Josh Allen. Like, 
what is it their score last year 54 to 24 when mm-hmm. they took uh peterman out there the bills chargers game so yeah. you know i i wouldn't be surprised by you know uh if i had to put pick a score right now i would say i would say 32 to 10 32 Probably. to 10? Yeah, 32 to 10 in that ballpark. Sure. Guess. Sure. And so, um, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I, I think you're right. Like, it's all the same number at that point. Do you get slightly better odds if it trickles up to nine and a half? Like, if you sit there and see it at seven, could you just monitor it all the way up until kickoff, see which way the money's moving and try and lock in? If you would get better odds, would you get, I mean, if it was at minus, say, 110. You say just doing the money line? Or, or well, I mean, spread, they, right, yeah, yeah. The, the odds the odds will change a little bit because, for example, like on some of the sites, like a six and a half, sometimes you can tease down. Like that's not an option, which means like the line's going to break. Like you're not going to see something dramatic has to happen for sure. like a spread to change by from Tuesday to Sunday by any more than like a point, a point and a half. Like sure. a two point swing would be gigantic. Like, sure. Okay. So this is kind of the number. Like it it ain't going to change from that. What could happen is it could get a little bit more expensive to do that seven. Or it could break. So it would, what would happen is it would stay at seven, and if everybody's piling on seven, it'd be seven minus 110, seven minus 120, seven minus 130. Sure. And then it would like, it would kind of break to that seven and a half, and then we're like at seven and a half minus 110. Gotcha. I see what you're saying. And, and it, could, it could go the other way, you know, if people are like grabbing this bills and the touchdown, which uh, you're a fucking idiot if that's happening. <laughs> right. Go ahead and send me this sound bite when yeah. the bills cover. But uh, if that's happening, then. Uh, yeah, like you just kind of locked in for what you get. But it, it, it ain't going to change. I much. like it. I, I it, it makes sense, yeah. So really what you're looking for is is between minus 7 to minus 9.5, you're looking for that best payout. You don't want to get on the top end of that before it rolls over to the next number or the next half point because you're getting a less of a, of a payout, right? Yeah, like a little bit, yeah. So if it's, I don't know, just like from game to game, like a minus 9.5 spread I mean, you're really like you have to be comfortable. It's going to hang out at like two touchdowns. You know, like sure. that's a, like that's halftime. You need to be up by like a touchdown ish. Like sure. You really kind of need that game flow because it's hard to keep on those leads, especially with you know. I think you and I were talking about it last night when uh, we were just sitting down enjoying some Brolomas. Like yeah. we were just kind of going back and forth, and it <laughs> was just kind of like the style of football. Like a lot of these football teams play exactly the same, and it's a very conservative style of football. So you're not going to see a lot of feet on the throats i think i think the rams might be doing a little bit and i know like the patriots are notorious for it yeah but uh like the rest of the guys like it's just they don't mind giving up that late score and if they get up by 14 then you know like we saw it happen with the bears a little bit like you get up by that huge lead and you just slowly kind of give it away sure sure yeah no that's good what do you got next all right let's go uh new england patriots at the jacksonville jaguars uh New England lane a point. Mm-hmm. So, and and for the studio or the studio audience, fuck, sure. where, where am I? In the studio. Yeah, We're you're in the studio. studio. Yeah, and for my studio, studio audience. Yeah. My question, <laughs> my question is, is so we we talked about home field advantage in the NFL. What is that worth to a gambler? Field goal, three points. F- three points. That's. I mean, that's just kind of like the general rule of thumb. Gotcha. It's like on a neutral. So on a neutral field, you know, this is Patriots by four. Right. So what you see is like if if a spread is like. Uh, you know, if it's if a home team's favored by three points, sure. then they kind of think that that game's a pick'em. Right. Is this is kind of more like gambling theory, and it can sound a little complicated, but it's just like it's a general collection of points that the home field advantage gives. Like, right. be it not travel, be it like whatever, like uh, how loud the stadium gets, all that shit. Rolls sure, along. sure. So yeah, so they, they, I mean, obviously they think the Patriots are a better f- team. Yes. But the home field advantage and all of those other factors will will mitigate it a little bit. Yeah, on this one. So, yeah. So you like them by a point and really it's I mean you're just looking to win by a field goal. 
you know. Yeah, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about point spreads. Like uh, one point spreads, obviously there won't be a money line available because it's pretty much like you know it's difference between like one ten and one thirty. Right. Pretty much like it's you're kind of betting on the same thing. Like whatever. Like there there could be a push of New England. So yeah, I'm looking at this as a pick'em, and it's just like. The Jaguars didn't blow my hair back. Uh, their main weapon, Leonard Fournette's uh, injured. Yeah, uh, this, gonna hammy. This Patriots defense, I it, like it's better than it was last year. That's sure. as far as I can take it right now. But it definitely like uh, I think everyone's excited to see Watson last week, and I really think that the Patriots gave him a little bit of hell. And Blake Bortles is very mistake prone. And yeah. I think you know a couple ints and then. And that's the thing, right? Like, we talked about it when we talked about the AFC South. They were the Jacksonville Jaguars were one of the healthiest teams in the league last year. They had the best fortune when it came to player injuries. Yeah. Week one, Fournette goes down with a hammy, although they had TJ Yeldon, who came in and played dutifully. But they went up against a Giants team that, like I said, I thought is, is improved, only won 20 to 15. So we know the defense is there. Yeah. And we know what the defense happened last year in New England in the AFC Championship game. Can Blake Bortles ball out like he did in the playoffs? Wait, is that, no, it was last year was the Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was it was Pittsburgh New England, right? No, it Jack, was I Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Jacksonville lost to Pittsburgh. No, no, Jackson lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. Okay, I don't know where it was at. Yeah, then that's what, right. Maybe maybe that wasn't the. I'm trying to remember that Jacksonville Pittsburgh game. This yeah, is sure. edit. Two of the podcast. <laughs> no, they did. I believe they did beat them, but that was that was in the like in the semis in the conference championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Yeah, they definitely faced each other. So, but um, but yeah, I mean, but they, but they were they were Blake Bortles was unreal, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, so now is Blake Bortles coming back to earth a little bit? Yeah, well, yeah, I de- most definitely think. Well, and they lost it's, Marcus Lee. Let's not even yeah, forget they yeah, lost Marcus Lee. I guess, I guess it's hard to define exactly what it is. Like, it's uh, Blake Bortles, co- quote unquote, coming back to earth. Like, is he finally playing up to like what his potential was? Like, he's he's such like a hard guy to register. Like, how good of a talent he is and should be. But basically, what I'm going to keep betting on Tom Brady right. until he's drug off the field. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, when you said drug, I thought you meant H- HCG or HGC or whatever it is. <laughs> HGH. What is yeah. it? What the fuck is it? Oh, uh, no. Yeah. yeah, HGH. Okay. Yeah. All right. Can Too many Palomas. Yeah, yeah. All right. Relax, everyone. All right. So take uh, New England minus one at Jacksonville. Uh, then my third official pick. I'm coming out with three official picks this week. I'm taking this line boggles me more than any of the rest. I'm taking Carolina plus six and a half at the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. So, okay. So why is this line how it is? Uh, so the Atlanta Falcons lost to an Eagles team that was struggling a little bit. That game came down to the wire. Uh, Matt Ryan looks totally shaky back there in the yeah. in the pocket. Uh, I definitely think that Carolina is kind of making their way through a couple injuries, but Atlanta's kind of doing the same fucking thing. And I, I get it's the home field advantage, but it's I don't know. Like I want to look at defense and I want to look at quarterback play. Sure. And the without having the Atlanta doesn't have Deion Jones and Carolina kind of sending everybody. And then the way Cam Newton's playing, like I know people, there's whispers of it, but it looks like he's really trying to make like an MVP run. Like I, I, don't yeah. know, I like, I like the Panthers. I like, I like getting points, you know, maybe, maybe the Falcons win by a field goal, but I still right. like the Panthers plus six and a half. And the, the Panthers D is, is pretty solid. Now they, they only won six, was it 16 to 16 eight, to eight yeah. against Dallas. So that was a weird game. And I, I watched a little bit of it. Um, 
but yeah, in, in Atlanta lost not just Deion Jones, the linebacker, but they lost Keanu Neal. They're, they're in the box safety, yeah. both lost for the season. Um, those are guys, Deion Jones is a speed rush linebacker. Keanu Neal is a big physical guy, fast. The only thing that they have to defend Cam Newton is Vic Beasley and Tack McKinley, their outside rush guys. Yeah. So, I mean, if you watched the Cowboys-Panthers game, it was very read option. So I think that they're going to look to, instead of run away from that, they're going to look to go at it directly. And Cam Newton is going to be the guy. I mean, he had big runs last year, but once he gets past those guys, I mean, who's, who's going to bring him down? He's a big dude in the, yeah. in the middle. So I think he, they're going to churn it out. I think they're, they're going to keep Atlanta's offense off the field. Um, I'm, I don't know necessarily know if they'll win, but I don't think they're going to lose by a touchdown. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Great. Yeah. So you sign off. So that's three picks. Uh, we're up against it. We have the Los Angeles Chargers covering seven points at the Bills. We have the New England Patriots covering one point at the Jacksonville Jaguars, and Carolina getting six and a half at Atlanta. Uh, we have a couple more picks. Maybe we might roll those out on social media. Take a look. Sure. Uh, all right, brother. Uh, our hour of power, you asked for it and somehow put us in the same room. We're still able to make it happen for you. Uh, <laughs> MVP of the week. Who do you got? Oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go back to hockey. Uh, I'm going to go back to my roots with the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Heinrich Zetterberg. Uh, the captain had to retire early because of a back injury. Um, the being a captain for the Detroit Red Wings is a huge honor. They've only had three since 1986, Stevie Iserman, Nick Lindstrom, and, and Zetterberg. And he unfortunately had to, to, to retire due to a back injury. So tip of the cap to Mr. Zetterberg. And thank you for your service, sir. And you're my MVP of the week. My MVP of the week, I'm going with Chow Restaurant, located at 6064 Monroe Street, Sylvania, Ohio, 43560. Uh, the next time you land in Detroit and you got to drive to Fort Wayne, Indiana, about an hour and 15 minutes into it, you're going to be like, I'm hungry as fuck. Where can we go? Pulled over to a place that, for all intents and purposes, looks like a repurposed pizza hut. Sure. It was called Chow in the cheapest neon letters, spelled the Italian way that you could possibly imagine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, it had, like iPad menus, everything had a picture. I mean, it was just like incredible Italian food. Really? Probably the best Italian food I had since like, Look at that. How was, did you come about that? Just, just, were you just pulling off the express? It was, yeah, night? it was just a timing thing. And it was just like pull over there. And I guess uh, one of the guys I was traveling with, uh, one of the producers, uh, he was looking up. He's just like, yeah, this has like a bunch of like big Google. You just never expect that, like pulling off. You just sure. Like, no, like, a, like an Applebee's. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Right. Really yeah, you're good. looking for a TGI Fridays or a Chili's. <laughs> like, hey, look at this. Are they now officially uh, uh, sponsors of the pod? Yeah, I think they're a sponsor of the pod. I think Barnes and Nobles and LOL Girls. Let's just toss it out there. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, I got, I got real quick. Yeah. Can but... I just throw one thing out there? I know we're up against it. Yeah. As we always are. I want to go with a little, uh, little pod hero, Mr. Brandiana, making the trek from uh, Fort Wayne, coming here for a quick turnaround. Because he couldn't not be in this. If he was in the same state, we were recording a pod together. You, sir, commendable. I really appreciate it. Thank you for uh, going through planes, trains, and automobiles to get here, my friend. I'd like to thank you and Dr. Mr. the Commish for having me. You guys have been Look at this. gracious. Like, it was very, like, I'm not, I can take a compliment. Like, I appreciate yeah. it. I just, uh, Brother, I can't tell you how excited I am that we got to do this in the same room. Exactly. Let's now we're both going to put our feet up on the console and jerk each other off. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way we can end a pod. Right. Um, 
Guys, you can follow us on social media, Instagram, the Twitter. Yep. We're at, brother? At M-A-B underscore sports. Excellent. Send us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe if you haven't. You can find us on iTunes. That's MAB Sports. Uh, we got stickers. We got buttons. We're going to have, like, T-shirts coming soon. It's the real deal. I am Brandana, and right here in front of my face, I get to see it happen. Sign yourself off, most awesome. Look, guys, it'll never be Wingo and Mablick. It's always Mab Sports from here on out. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.